Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today's episode is all about how to have more fun on the daily. Because as you know, you just can't wait around for fun to find you. You have to create it. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I am so glad to be here with you again. If this is your first time listening, I am so glad you're here. We midlife gals have to stick together and we have to find all the midlife goodness. If you're a regular listener, I'm so glad you're back. This podcast just would not be the same without you, and I am truly grateful for your time and our connection this way in the podcast universe. So the topic I want to coach you on today is how to literally have more fun on the daily. It fits beautifully into one of the main things we focus on around here in the podcast, how to live your life on purpose, how to think on purpose, how to feel on purpose. And I would love for you to also add how to have fun on purpose. We're going to go in. We're going to go there. And I've got four easy steps for you. But just quick, before I get into that, if you want to find out even more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, head on over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and grab your free copy of my 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. Did you hear it? That's that funny little sound again. And that's because it's time for another one of Susie's fun finds. Now, you may recall that I introduced something new recently, a new fun little segment actually about fun. (laughs) I thought this was the perfect way to start this episode. As you know, I feel really strongly about introducing more fun, more joy and more pleasure into the midlife experience. Because, you know, if you're not paying attention, it can be a total scary drag. And it really starts with noticing what you actually think is fun and then leaning more into it. And that's what's happening these days for me when it comes to the birds. I just love birds. Now, you may recall also that I have a little bird, Dee Dee the Quaker Parrot. She's adorable and extremely entertaining. She's also a bit of a YouTube sensation and has over 150,000 views on YouTube. If you want to watch, just type in Dee, that's D-E-E-D-E-E, Quaker Parrot, or head over to the show notes for a direct link. But if you type in Dee, Quaker Parrot, it'll come right up and you'll see something about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> but what I wanted to share with you is a cool new app that I've fallen head over heels in love with. It helps you identify bird sounds in real time. It's amazing, and it's called Merlin, Merlin Bird ID, and it's put out by the Cornell Lab. It's free, it's fun, and it is fabulous. It's also as easy as can be. You basically just press the sound ID button, and it starts recording and listening to the bird sounds that are nearby. Then it identifies them lickety-split, and you even see a picture of that type of bird, the bird who is tweeting. I'll give you an example. I just stepped outside and turned it on in my backyard. 
So right away, I could see a few birds on my feeders, but there were way more bird sounds than I could see, and I was only out there for less than a minute. The app Merlin told me I was listening to red-breasted nuthatch, black-capped chickadee, downy woodpecker, house sparrow, and an American goldfinch. Boom! Just like that. I'd also like to thank an amazing woman in the middle listener and member of my community, Tony in Muncie, Indiana, for telling me about this app because I am in love. So far, I've learned so much with birds in my backyard ravine in Toronto, the birds at the family cottage in Bob Cage in Ontario, and the birds in the Palm Springs area in California. I've also shared it with tons of people. So if you love birds and have a strange amount of fun learning about them and immersing yourself in their world, grab this app. Okay, let's dive into this topic of having more fun on the daily. Like I said, the Merlin app is one example of how I easily created more fun for myself on the daily. Notice the elements of what happened to create this opportunity of having this app on my phone, which is so much like the podcast app. It's what I like to call a party in your purse because it's with you all the time. And with a click of a button, you have instant fun and entertainment. So the question is, what can you learn about how to have fun on the daily from my experience with the birds? It starts with the most simple of observations. Ask yourself, what do I actually like? What do I like to learn, to do, to see, to experience, to enjoy, to immerse myself in, to smile about, and to make more time for? Now, that doesn't seem hard, right? What do I actually like? But believe it or not, even this little innocent question can be murky and fraught with confusion. It's hard for many women in the middle to acknowledge and accept what they like, what they want, what's amazing for them, and what is worthy of putting a spotlight on, of valuing, of supporting, of prioritizing. So that's why we have to start there. Now, if you're drawing a blank, go back to your childhood. So quick, name three things you had fun with all the time when you were a kid. These three things are highly likely to be fun for you today, too. I have a great worksheet about this, and I will uh, pop a link to it in the show notes. I really believe that fun carries over throughout the decades. So what you had fun with back then, you can also rely on to have fun with now, too. So what was fun for you? I'd like to suggest that however you identify what you like to have fun with, you end up with at least three things to play with. Your top three fun things. And don't worry, you can change the list. You don't have to commit to it forever. You can add to the list. But I would love for you to just start there. And actually, I think that once you grease the fun wheels in your life, your brain might actually explode with ideas. Now, the other thing I want to focus on is that the fun factor ideas don't have to be grand. In fact, I want them to be things you can incorporate on the daily, like I do with the Merlin app and the birds. So for me, step number one has been gradually increasing for me over the past 15 years. When I really think about it, even more than that. (laughs) But I always loved nature and nature photography, but in the last 15 years, it really picked up. So I love going to bird conservation parks and, and I have wonderful memories of buying my first SLR camera when I was a grad student back in the 80s. It was a second or third hand Russian camera called the Zenit. And I had a few cool lenses and filters, and wow, I was in love. Those years in the 80s were when I first really started to have fun with photography, 
and flowers and birds in particular, and butterflies, but mostly birds. Then years later, I brought Dee Dee, the Quaker parrot, into my life. I wanted to do more than just photograph the birds. I really wanted to have a relationship with the bird. <laughs> I know that might, sounds, that might sound a little funny, but I really wanted to get to know a bird well and not just feed them in the wild. Although, boy, have I started doing that too. So this is it. Step number one is that you have to notice it. And then step number two is that you have to acknowledge it. So you have to notice what is fun for you. And when I really look back, For me, it went all the way back to the 80s, but thinking about my life, it's really picked up in the last 15 years. But I noticed it. It's always been fun, and it's fun for me now too. And then step number two is you have to acknowledge it. And the way you do that is you sanction spending time and resources on what is fun for you. So in my case, even back then, when I was a poor grad student, I acknowledged it and prioritized it. And I spent time and resources like I didn't have a lot of money, but somehow I came up with a few dollars to purchase that old clunky camera, the Zenit and the fancy telephoto lens. I had to think, yes, this is important. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's worth it. I'm worth it. So really focus on that. Whatever it is for you, worth it for you to spend time and resources on it. Is it worth it? And do you have any thoughts about you not being worthy enough to value something like that? So watch out for any thoughts like that that pop up. But really what I had to think at that time, I enjoy it. It's fun. It's worth it. I'm worth it. And step number three, you have to do it. You have to take action. So in my case, I got the camera. I got good at taking pictures of birds. I share my life with a bird. And then in the last 10, 15 years, feeding the birds has become a big deal. There's a lot going on in my backyard, seriously. Lots of bird feeders, lots of different kind of seed. And then the bird bath. I was really looking for a bird bath for a long time. And then the solar powered bird fountain. (laughs) I love that. And then the Merlin app. That's kind of where we're at now with it all. Now, I know I've talked about pleasure and passion and hobbies and prioritizing this kind of stuff before on the Women in the Middle podcast. And what I really want to emphasize today is related to the expression on the daily. My life with the birds example is really birds on the daily. There is so much bird action right now outside my office window that I can't even tell you how much enjoyment and and fun that I have as a result of this locating the bird feeders, the bird bath, the solar fountain, like all of it, right in a way that I have direct line of vision to see it all. Uh, So much fun. Seeing seven or eight different types of birds all splish splashing around in my bird bath is just music to my ears and my eyes. I have to say. It's unbelievably fun. And going to the bird store is fun. I even have a bird clock that's going to tweet in like a minute. I'm going to have to pause so you don't hear it. But I have a bird clock that tweets on the hour and it messes me up with podcasts sometimes. (laughs) Talking about how to attract different birds to the yard is fun. I've even gotten my husband interested in it. Now he talks about it and he likes going to the bird store. But seeing a pileated woodpecker last winter out there on my feeder, I, I just about had a heart attack. I was looking outside. They're massive if you haven't seen one super fun. Anyway, I saw it and I just screamed, pileated woodpecker. (laughs) I wanted everybody in the house to hear it and they could hear it. 
and they did hear it. And they were like, what is mom talking about? And then they looked out and they were floored. It was fun. It was so much fun on so many levels. Okay, and that brings me to number four. Embrace it. You got to embrace the concept of daily fun. What does fun on the daily look like to you? Nature, laughter, more people, fewer people, more kids, more family, more yummy coffee, more music, more hobbies. What can you do to increase more fun every day? What do you have to think to embrace this idea? Sometimes the best way to get at this is to think about what gets in your way. What's your resistance to having more fun on the daily? At first glance, you wouldn't even think uh, you could be resistant to anything about this idea. But I've seen this over and over again with clients and women in the academy. We do get in our own way, and you do this too. In fact, a common regret is that you don't allow yourself to be happier. Isn't that powerful? You don't allow yourself to be happier. That is what so many people regret later in life. Why wouldn't you allow yourself to be happier? Think about it. So with this fun on the daily concept, you have to do four easy steps. You have to notice what you think is fun. You have to acknowledge that fun for you is a worthy endeavor. You have to do more fun things and you have to embrace the experience of fun on the daily. Now, this all means that in order for fun on the daily to be part of your life, you have to allow yourself to have more fun on a regular basis. If you don't allow it, it just won't happen and you just might regret it. You may remember that I absolutely love whales and whale watching. That's something I am quite passionate about, like it's my favorite thing, but I'm not able to do it or have fun with it on the daily. The fun on the daily concept encourages you to think small, accessible, affordable. The kinds of ideas where it's hard to get in your own way. For example, if coffee or tea was fun for you, you could absolutely have more fun with it daily. You could have a different tea bag every single day. You could learn something about tea. You could have a fun spoon. (laughs) You could have really cool iced tea. You could explore different tea stores. I received the most amazing gift recently of rose petal sugar cubes. That right there showed me that I could even have more fun with coffee or tea because of sugar. And the reason I knew that I thought it was so delightful is because my immediate reaction was to squeal with glee when I opened up the present. I was like, what? It was so beautiful and such attention to something so small and delightful and fun. And I don't even use sugar in my coffee or tea, but I appreciated how I was feeling about it. Now, I've also seen women have a ton of fun with nail polish. My friend Dawn has gorgeous nails all the time to match the seasons or her outfits or even special activities. Again, it's a reminder that you can easily have more fun with things like that, small things, small effort. One time I saw in a magazine that you could paint a white flower with just a dot of color in the middle. So you do like a pink nail, white petals, and then maybe a bright orange dot in the middle. That was so much fun. I had that on my big toes for years. In fact, now that we're talking about it, I may do that again this summer. (laughs) So easy and so much fun. Another example is something that my son does. He takes pride in his knife skills when preparing food in the kitchen. He thinks it's fun. Now, I don't think about it the same way. He doesn't feel rushed and he gets a lot of pleasure out of it. 
and what he cuts and how he prepares food, it's beautiful. And one time he looked at me and he said, Mom, I kind of see our cooking style is different. You kind of have a family style. (laughs) And what he was getting at, I don't know, it was like a big bowl or a big casserole full of food. And he was really appreciating how he was plating things and how the, his cuts and, and the uh, food that he was cutting had symmetry. I don't care about the stuff like that, but he does. It was fun for him. He got pleasure out of it. So think about for you, you probably use a knife every day. Why not have more fun with it on the daily? Here's another one. Two of my sons love bike riding. They do it as much as possible. They love it, but they've taken it um, a, another step. They have apps that communicate their rides with their friends. They take pictures of cool parts of the city. When they're biking through, they are having fun and it's free and it's possible to have this kind of fun on the daily. They have a bike, they commit to ride it more, and they commit to riding as much as possible and interesting places. So I think you're getting my point. Whatever it is, if it's small, if it's bright, if it's in the house, if it's outside the house, if it's, you know, in the grocery store, (laughs) if it's delicious, whatever. If it is fun and readily accessible for you, why not open yourself up to doing it on the daily? So here are the four steps again. Notice what you think is fun. Acknowledge that fun for you is a worthy endeavor. Do more fun things and embrace the experience of fun on the daily. So the big question for you is, are you worth it? Are you intrigued by this? Would you regret not doing it? Would you allow yourself the pleasure of having more fun in your life like this? I highly recommend it. Let's do this, my friend. More fun on the daily. It's a very good thing. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. Remember, if you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and grab your free copy of my 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. And if you want to get unstuck faster, there's no better mechanism, no better way when you know you're meant for more like this to move forward with a community of women just like you. I would love to be able to help you find that thing you're looking for. I want to invite you to check out the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program where you get all the support you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast. But more importantly, you get clear about what you want so you don't have regrets. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we'll have a quick chat. Really, it's that simple. You get to talk to me (laughs) and we will have fun, I promise. So head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 258. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.